how we met. That's our story. It was almost like we were meant to meet that night. It was like kind of the classic when you're not looking it shows up sort of thing. I caught the feels. But I look back at that and I'm like, how did my parents not be like, what the heck? Hello, and welcome to The Story of Us, the show that explores the world's best, most colourful and unique stories of how people met. My name is Jasmine. I hope you are having a fabulous day. But guess what? It's about to get better because I have a great one for you today that I think a lot of us will be able to relate to on some level. So here's a little taste. I was over, guys. Had been played to and lied to a couple of times, so decided to just do me. Fast forward, my girlfriends pushed me to go to a country show with them, and eventually I gave in. My friend's dad went to my now husband, tapped him on the shoulder, and said, Mate, that table of girls over there thinks you're alright. Classic. Literally, none of us had even laid eyes on him. So he came over, we danced, we drank, and chatted until the early hours of the morning. We lived three and a half hours apart with very busy lifestyles, but somehow we made it work. Together six years this week, and married one and a half. Huge believer in fate. Well, after this story, I think I might be as well. Let's get into it. Chloe, welcome to the story of us. I'm very excited to get into your story. Something tells me it's going to be very colorful. How are you? Hello, thank you for having me. I'm good. I always love to play a little bit of a kind of get to know you with my guests, just as a little icebreaker and also so the listeners can learn a bit more about you. So are you ready? I am ready. Good. Okay. What are three words that best describe you? I would probably say everyone would definitely say I'm very loud. So loud would have to be at the top, um, (laughs) underlined and in bold. Um, Probably loving very, very loving and affectionate person and dramatic, definitely dramatic has to have a spotlight up there as well. So that, yeah, that would probably be the three main things. You sound like my type of gal. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. And what is one thing that I would never guess about you or some kind of interesting fun fact? Oh my goodness. Um, fun fact, I've got our friends came and visited the other day actually and they reminded me of this because I know it's not normal but I kind of just think it is I eat my cereal with a fork oh my god you're one of those people (laughs) wait I am I am how does that work though because doesn't the milk just go through the whole it does it does and I like I forget that it's not normal and then we had (laughs) friends over there like I remember the first time you stayed at our house and you used a fork to eat cereal and to be completely honest my husband was sitting next to me and he's like oh my god you're right she does I forgot (laughs) about And I was like, moving on with our lives. Come on, move on. That is hilarious. And he's just gotten so used to it. So he's like, yeah, that's the norm. That's the norm in this household. Exactly. Exactly. Apparently it's not normal, but whatever. Hey, (laughs) look, if it works for you, then clearly she's doing something right. So there you go. Why not? Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) And very unrelated to eating cereal with forks, but how would you, (laughs) how would you describe love? How would I describe love? Uh, I think I would describe love as probably like an unconditional admiration through the toughest and, you know, like the ugliest of times and moments. Mm. I think, yeah, yeah. So 
I think that's the most important part. Like life isn't perfect. So you need to have that love with someone that can have that unconditional love throughout everything. I love that. Amazing answer. Well, getting into the structured questions now. So very nice to get to know you a little bit better. Know you eat cereal with forks and that (laughs) don't tell anyone. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. You're in the right place for me not to tell anyone. Don't you worry. Exactly. (laughs) So I know we kind of alluded to it uh, in the little bio, but what would you say that your attitude towards love and dating was before meeting your partner? Yeah. So to be completely honest, like I'd never had anything super serious. Um, Yeah. But there were a couple of guys that I wouldn't, you know, like you have those little flings or attractions and they look like they're going somewhere and you have some moments. At that point, I was so over it. I was so done. I had, you know, had a couple of boys that were just typical players that every girl knows. Um, (laughs) And, yeah, I was just literally like, I'm tapped out. I'm done. Yuck, boys are yuck. Just don't want to think (laughs) about it. I'm a back burner. Um, and yeah, that's pretty well where I was sitting with it all, to be completely honest. I wasn't mm. looking for anyone. I just wanted to do me, live my best life pretty well. And yeah, that was, that was where I was at. I completely understand that. Like it is just emotionally exhausting and taxing to go through the same thing over and over again. That Like sometimes you just need to tap out and just be like, I'm done. I'm done for now. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Recoup, look at yourself, like, you know, focus on what you're doing and how you can improve your life or your situation. And um, yeah, that's definitely where I was at. And I'm not saying it's just like a, a guy thing. I'm not, you know, not saying that at all, but it was just where I was at personally. Yeah, of course, of course. And sometimes it's actually even healthy to just take that time back to yourself, especially if you haven't had it for a while and actually just reassess like what you want, what you need and 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 really put the spotlight back on you rather than focusing on somebody else. Oh, absolutely. Most definitely. I agree. Yeah. We did hear a little bit about it, but let's let's get into it. So tell me how how did you meet? How did it all go? Okay. All right. So, um yes, yeah, so at this point in time we were, me and my girlfriends, we were kind of like bouncing from country show to country show most weekends. And Wait, can I was, deviate and ask what like goes into a country show? <laughs> I'm very much in um, Sydney, so I'm like, what is a country show? <laughs> um, well, I was travelling, well, not travelling, traveling, but going to with, um, going to shows with our friends who their families are big wood choppers. So that's essentially why we were going because their brothers and dads and uncles and they were all wood shopping. So oh. us girls would go and go to the, you know, like the rides or the show food. Hello, big fan. Oh, um, the best. <laughs> and there's always a rodeo at the end of the night and there's always good dancing at the bar. But, I mean, there's heaps of different things, you know, like there's um, horse events, you know, things like that, bull events. I love going to the, the rodeos at the end of the night. That's kind of like my highlight. Wait, you um, do you ride, do you ride like bulls oh, or horses? Oh, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> No, no. I'm usually in the bar watching everyone else ride. (laughs) Well, can you tell I'm from the city? (laughs) You'll have to come up to the country show one time. I honestly think they're they're amazing. They're so much fun. I would absolutely love that. Do you also have like um, who can eat the most competitions there? Uh, no, no, like I haven't seen one. Like someone like who yeah. can eat the most pies or who can eat the most like chicken wings or something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, some of the country pubs do that on their own. Like well, there's mm. one in town that usually has like a really big meal. They alternate and things like that. But I'm sure some country shows have that, but the ones I've been to, I haven't seen it personally. All right. Wow. Very interesting. Sorry. I digress. Mm. Back to you. <laughs> That's okay. 
yeah, I was, this is when I was in that little bit of a, you know what, this weekend girls, I've had enough. I'm not going. And they were really on my case. They were like, no, no, this is like, it was actually their hometown. So it was, it was silly that I wasn't going to go, but it was just me tapping out. Yeah. And they were like, no, you have to come, Chloe. Like, this is really important. I want you to come. We've had so much fun the last few weeks. Just keep coming. Anyway, they were nagging me all week and I kept saying no. At the end of the day, I gave in, which no one is surprised. Um, <laughs> I gave in. <laughs> Typical. I'm so that like, person oh, too. Yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't want to have FOMO. <laughs> um, so I gave in. I was like, fine. All right, girls, I'm coming. Um, show was Saturday. We were there all day, went to walking around, seeing all these people, you know, it's only a small town. So it wasn't too much, but it was just the social part of it as well. And then that night I was in the bar, obviously, um, (laughs) completely white girl wasted. And actually my, my now husband had been there competing all day in a horse event, um, which I obviously had not even seen. I didn't watch any of the horse events that day at all. And yeah, we're at this table in the bar. We're all just talking. There's probably like six of us. And like that snippet you had read out, I had no idea. But he, my friend's dad, had literally tapped on the shoulders like, hey, these girls over here, this table, <laughs> you're all right. Anyway, so we're all talking. My back was to his direction. And this guy comes over, like, not cocky, but a little bit confident because obviously in his head, he was like, this table of girls has checked me out. Yes. He's had the G up. Yeah. 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 Which is so funny. We laugh about it now. He still doesn't even believe me when I say I had no idea. This Um, is a common thing in like all of the episodes. Everyone seems to always say, oh, my boyfriend just has this completely different idea in his mind of about what happened. There's always two different sides of the story. It's so funny. Of course. Exactly. Yeah. So I've tried to tell him I had no idea. He's like, you obviously were checking me out. He told me. I was like, yeah, but I didn't. <laughs> like, I like genuinely. I didn't care about guys. Like I wasn't there to meet anyone. I wasn't even facing <laughs> your direction. But anyway, um, yeah, so he came over and we started talking and I don't want to sound cliche. Like I don't, but it was different. Something was different. He sat down with us. We were all talking. We were all laughing. And then we got up and we danced. Like I was so drunk. I was a mess. Like I'd been there all day. I, no joke, had taken my boots off. Oh my God, your cowgirl boots. (laughs) Yeah, I just had like ankle boots, not even like proper boots. (laughs) And I was wearing thongs. Like I am so embarrassed, but my feet were so sore. I'd been there all day. I was like, I'm so done. I'm wearing my thongs. So my hair was a mess. I was a mess. I had thongs on in a cattle bar. Like it was next level. This sounds so fun. It was the greatest night. It was so good. And we literally just danced for hours and hours. I think it was like three o'clock. We went back to like where our utes were parked and then we ended up going back home. But it was honestly like, it was just different. And I remember even texting my grandma the next day. She was like, how was the show? You know, I haven't been out to that town for so long. Um, It used to be a good show. I said, yeah, grandma, it was really nice. I think I actually met someone. And I remember even (laughs) saying that. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, if it doesn't go anywhere, I think he's just a genuinely nice guy. Yeah, music to any grandma's ears. (laughs) Yes, met someone. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, she was stoked. And that, yeah, that's that's our story, which I think I just, I don't know, it still warms my heart even now. I have the biggest smile on my face. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
well, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I think like the, there really is so much beauty in that because you spoke to the fact that you just like, you didn't care. And that is probably what made you just so alluring and so compelling to everyone around you because your inhibitions were down. You were just there for you, having a good time. You weren't trying to impress. You were just living your life and having a good time, which is really the way we should all live our lives. So no surprises that like, you know, your energy attracted people to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nice though, like just to go out and be free and not worry about, you know, how you look. Like as girls, we're all the same. We're all like, is my hair neat enough? You know, like, do I look nice in these clothes and stuff? And it was just literally not even on my mind that night. I just could not care less. I was so Mm. tired. You know, I had been there all day in the sun. It just, yeah. And it was just, yeah, it obviously just come down to, I'm a huge believer in fate. And yeah, it was just a really special night. And it just had that vibe, like talking to each other at that point in time, there was a vibe. And that's why I think I'm such a true believer in fate because it wasn't just a stranger and it was like, oh, there's nothing really there. Let's just try and see where it goes. Like there was a vibe from the get-go. Yeah, there was something. Yeah. Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah. And did he say that he felt that same vibe as well? Yeah. When you speak not about in it. like that girly way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now, like even now he was like, because we have such crazy lives. And at that point it was kind of hard, like even in the next couple of weeks after that, because we lived long distance then obviously. So mm, yeah were basically where we met was halfway from where we each lived so at that point it was kind of like this probably won't go anywhere but like I feel something like there's something there's a vibe here and he had thought the same thing but we were kind of hesitant on both ends just because how how different our lives were and where we were living and stuff like that but at the end of the day like I'm same as my mum says the same thing if it's meant to be it's meant to be but yeah he also says there was something else there for sure sounds like it and that is a perfect segue into my next question which is so you guys lived far apart from each other I guess what happened next where did you go and what did you do on your first date okay so um first date actually was so my family are quite into speedways okay so like like racing yeah it's race cars yeah cool cool yeah so um we used to travel as kids like to different towns um and go watch the speedway with like my uncles and my grandparents my parents my cousins it was just it was our it was our thing Mm -hmm. um and it blew my mind that Morgs actually hadn't been to one and there was one because we yeah so I think we lived about three and a half hours apart at that time he had a crazy busy lifestyle so what was he doing so he works up in industry where I live now mm-hmm. and he also has um, he has property as well. So he's got cattle and he helps his dad with that as well. So basically in his spare time, it's it's cattle work, then it's yeah. work. Like it's just work, cattle work, work, cattle work. So it was really, really full on initially. And to be honest, life is still crazy. But mm. And then I worked every second weekend. So that kind of cut out time as well. And what were you doing? Um, so I worked in a, as a clinic coordinator at an optometrist. Right. Okay, um, cool. So that, that would have been a lot of weekend work. Exactly. Yeah. So that really put pressure on everything. And it literally worked out to be once a month that we would actually catch up. Wow. Which is not a lot. Yeah, it's not a lot. No. Um, and yeah, so there was a speedway come up that next month after we had met. And I was like, hey, there's this speedway on no pressure, but if you're keen, you know, did you want to come down and I can show you the speedway? Hell yeah. Anyway, <laughs> turns out like even um, 
even now his family jokes like it, it was this month that he met Chloe and then the next month he was saying, hey, I'm going to this speedway. And his dad was like, since when are you into speedways? Like, you've never been in your life. Why are you going to a speedway? Like, you've gotten zero interest. So that was always quite funny as well. And that was even brought up um, at the wedding speech, actually. His dad oh. brought that up. And said, yeah, yeah, it was so funny. And he has zero interest to it, in it now. Like, he literally does not have any any care factor for a bath this weekend or like any of that kind of stuff. Um, but it's still special that that's kind of how we introduced us type thing. Yeah. That is um, an amazing first day. What a brilliant idea. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. And yeah. So then from there, um, I think we kind of like long distance for about a year and I kind of said to him, look, this is just, it's too hard. Like once a month for, you know, two nights, it's just too much. I just can't, it's either we make the move now Mm. or we just have to call it. Like I didn't want to call it, but I said to him, it's just too much. Yeah. And you know what? Like, as, um, like as someone who's in a long distance relationship myself, I completely get that. Like seeing that person so infrequently can be so difficult, but to its credit, I also have got to say that I do feel like because the time is so limited, you just don't have that quick, easy access to each other all the time that when you do see each other as cheesy as and as corny as it sounds, like it really is so special because you know, it's limited. And that also probably is what helps like elevate your relationship quite quickly. Yep. Yep. Most definitely. And those, you know, that weekend, it kind of like filled your cup up, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. (laughs) And you feel so warm in your heart and you're like, okay, that was amazing. And then you kind of like back to reality and sometimes it was all right for a little while. And I take my hat off to anyone that does it long-term, but I think it probably would have been like maybe 14 months or something. Mm. Um, And and it's exhausting. It is really exhausting. Like, you know, and there's so many things that happen in your town or in his town and you just can't get to it like little events or birthdays or, you know, things like that. And you're like, you know what, like if we were living together or even in the same town, I could feel a bit more a part of that, a part yeah. of his life, a part of my life. So I guess, yeah, that I mean, that leads perfectly into me asking you, how did your relationship evolve from there? Yeah, so I called um, a clinic that was up here and I was like, hey, within the next six months, if something comes up, you know, can you can you keep me in mind? Like I'm kind of wanting to move up here wow. um, for a relationship. I really put myself out of the comfort zone. This Go girl, really, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was really, it was a big thing for me, but I was determined. Like I didn't want to let this go away. I knew there was something there for us. So I just kind of had to jump in. And yeah. he literally, the director up here was literally like, I have a position full-time right now and you're qualified. So God, you're so lucky. That is amazing. It was, (laughs) it was insane. And I was like, oh my goodness. Like, okay, well, I, you know, I have rent where I am and I've still got seven more months of this rent. Oh my goodness. Like it was full panic. And he's like, I said, do you reckon you could just push it out a couple more months? And he's like, look, if probably if you don't take it, I'm going to advertise it because I really need someone. And I was like, oh, well, that's kind of twisting my arm. So (laughs) Yes, I'm moving up. So wow. yeah, it was really difficult. Yeah. So I left my family, which were really close family. So that was quite difficult. I moved up within probably two weeks, two or three weeks. Um, and started a new job here, like literally two days later. 
Um, and yeah, so now I've, I've been up here since he, we lived apart for probably another 12 months and he would just stay at my house every now and again, like just to kind of ease into it. Going from zero to 100, um, can be a a precarious situation. So yeah, I think you've you've gone about that the right way. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Cause we're still very independent people. Even now, like I like to do my things. He likes to do his. Yeah. So being in your face all the time is just not kind of who we are. So yeah, we just eased into it. And yeah, so then we ended up um, moving in together and then, well, now we, we got engaged in 2020, had an oh. um, engagement party cancelled because of COVID, thank oh, you, COVID, no. <laughs> <laughs> was actually that year as well. So that was also almost cancelled. Um, but luckily, like, we don't have any, um, like, interstate family and stuff like that. And we we're always going to have a relatively small wedding. So we were lucky. It was kind of a couple of weeks close to being cut like cut again to like just you know how it went down to like just five people yeah um, the restrictions so yeah it was really really bloody stressful planning that wedding it was wow I can imagine (laughs) Um, oh that would have been so stressful because it's just so unknown you just have no idea what the next day is gonna hold exactly yeah so um yeah we, we end up getting married and then we've just built a house that was last year we got that and finally um because I've changed jobs probably three years ago now and I work in industry with him now but we were still we were on opposite shifts for literally three years wow so yeah that was tough so we would literally just see each other on the highway like wave as I'm coming in from night shift yeah so hello you I know you I remember you (laughs) oh Um, gosh that was really tough as well and He's finally in the last couple of months, he's now swapped over. So now we're, and we live an hour from work. So night shifts after, you know, 12 and a half hour shifts, night shifts home. That's a long bloody drive. That is so, long. Yeah. That's exhausting. Yeah. Yeah. So now we're on the same shift. It's just like, everything's finally falling into place, mm, um, yeah. which is really, really nice. And now we have a dash hound. So we have our own little snag. So she kind of oh. keeps us busy as well. <laughs> What's her name? I'm Sadie. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I am curious to hear the answer to this next question. And I, I wonder if this has changed, but what do you love most about your partner? Um, without sounding too cliche. Sound cliche. It's okay. Everyone on this show. Is like, okay. I'm like, girl, um, guy, whoever you are, well, sound cliche. <laughs> it's, it's definitely cliche. I would have to say he has a heart of pure gold. So I don't know. I like, to, I kind of like to think, you know, like he's like a creme brulee. Oh. Really hard and crunchy. <laughs> yes. but then he's like something doing on the inside he really does have the most kindest and most beautiful heart um and it always seems to be those guys I think that do have that harder outer shell um but on the inside they are that most fun loving you know that it's just that's just how they are they're just they just have that outer shell that protects them I think yeah and I've got to say like I mean obviously this isn't true of everyone but I feel like country like people that have grown up in the country really do have like a very special kind of way about them from, from my experiences you, yes you, you just yeah. seem to have like this in- incredible hospitality this incredible kindness and also just really really nice manners um most yes. of the time so yeah absolutely yeah so that yeah that's how I think that's what I think um would be my most favorite he's just very kind yeah. and not just to like people that he knows you know what I mean just to anybody 
yeah. And that's, I think, a, the tell of like a really good person. It's, it's not necessarily, well, yes, it's the way you treat me, but it's also how do you treat everyone else? How do you treat my friends? How do you treat family? How do you treat strangers yeah. on the street? People trying to reach the top shelves in, in the supermarket. Exactly. Like, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. This next one might be a bit difficult to answer then, but what is something that you may not love as much if there is anything at all? Oh my goodness. At the moment, his <laughs> snoring. Oh. This is not a hard one. His snoring at the moment. Like, honestly, <laughs> I love him, but also kind of want to smother him and second guess my life choices as I lay next to him on the night time. So, <laughs> I mean, you know, he's trying. He's using, like, these things that's supposed to help you not snore so much. But honestly, for people that have a partner that snore, my goodness, oh. I've never, I, he's, he's never been so bad. And like the last few months, I'm like, why just don't do this? Yeah. <laughs> deal breaker. Like you, you, and it's so annoying. So you're like, what? I have to be the one who has to suffer and wear the earplugs and you're just off with the fairies, enjoying life, enjoying your snooze. Exactly. And when you're laying there trying to sleep and all you hear is him snoring, you just get really angry. <laughs> oh my gosh. I like the amount of hostels that I've stayed in, in my day, like, and the amount of snores, I just lose it. Like oh. I've once threw a pillow at someone because like total stranger because oh I was like I cannot do this <laughs> I feel like it would have been totally fair though that's a fair reaction exactly and also because there was like 12 other people in the room it, <laughs> this person didn't know where it came from as well so I was in the clear oh, even better even exactly. better okay so <laughs> I want to move on to the next one what is your favorite thing to do together uh, I would say because like I mentioned we have quite a busy life Um, because now he also has his own business as well. So there's three different things that just constantly go around. It's super simple that it's the moments I think are the best. Literally, if we sit out on the patio of an afternoon, these are super rare moments. And, you know, have a cider and a beer and just actually just sit together. Yeah. Enjoy our drink, have a snack platter, you know, crackers, dip, cheese, you know, things like that. And basically either it's either that or of a morning sit out in the patio and just have a coffee together just to have that downtime and yeah, embrace that us time because that us time is quite minimum on a, on a weekly basis or a monthly basis. Um, Yeah. yeah. And also you know what it feels like, you know what it feels like to not even have access or, or to be able to have those precious tiny moments that so many people take for granted like just sitting on the couch together is especially when you've oh, done yeah. distance before is like you're like what and watching a movie together being able to like yes. go grocery shopping together is as cheesy as that is like I, yeah. I think you really that time. Have a, yeah just just time being able to do anything together um especially yeah. after you've done distance is is so rare and you, and you know actually how special it really is Exactly. And I do think a lot of people do take that for granted, even like with how crazy our lives are now, we still don't get those moments very often at all. So it still keeps that appreciation for that as well between both of us. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Oh, well, that's so nice to hear. And now I'm moving on to the last question. So obviously notwithstanding the fact that you absolutely do not need a partner in your life to make it complete, but what is a piece of dating or relationship advice that you would give to the listeners? I think probably just don't put up with anything less than amazing. Like you, everyone knows that you deserve to, to be in pure happiness and to be treated how you should be treated and have that love you know, sent back to you is what you're putting out to somebody else. So I think people do accept a lot less than they should. 
So I just think, yeah, they should probably just don't put up with anything less than what you know that you truly deserve because you do deserve amazing in life and life is too short. So that's, yeah, that'd be my point, I think. Amen, sister. I love that. That is the best piece of advice. That is the same advice that I give to everyone. I always say the same thing, that we need to hold ourselves to higher standards because we, at the end of the day, accept the love that we think we deserve. So high standards is not a bad thing. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Exactly. Never settle for any less because, you know, why would you? You don't settle for exactly. less with other things in your life. So no, this exactly. is just- and while you are settling for less, you know, your Mr. or Mrs. Perfect is still out there. So you're, you know, accepting what you know is not quite right for you and you're kind of wasting time. You're wasting yeah. time for that perfect partner for yourself. And everyone, I'm a firm believer, everyone has their, their perfect partner out there. Yeah, there's simply just too many of us out there in this world for that not to be the case. And whether they want them or not, is a choice they can make. And on that note, I think that is a perfect place to leave it. Chloe, it has been an absolute pleasure hearing all about your love and your life and everything in between. Thank you so much for coming on the story of us and sharing your amazing story that started with messy hair and thongs and a cattle bar. It's really been a privilege to get to hear all about your positive perspective on life and on love. And it's been amazing. Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity. Thank you for having me. Well, there you have it, everybody. That brings us to the end of the episode. I hope you enjoyed hearing Chloe's story. I certainly feel very elated after speaking to her and really inspired by her go-getter attitude and positive outlook on life. There are so many more amazing stories coming your way on The Story of Us. But if you've liked the first two episodes, please give the show a rating and review. Every single one helps. You can also find the show at Story of Us Podcast on Instagram, where I post pictures of the couples from each episode. It's like a little collection of love letters. If you've got your own love story or know someone that needs to share theirs, tell them about the podcast. Send a submission because I want to hear from you. Thanks so much for listening to the first two episodes of the new season, and I will be back in your ears next week with another story. Bye.